Sometimes I like to imagine the world after us, the strange mammals that will emerge, the abundance of biodiverse plant life taking over our fields and factories and so on. I don't think this world will be better. I maintain that we are the most interesting thing to happen on Earth, and there is real beauty and meaning in our curiosity and compassion, even as we also cause and witness so much suffering. But at any rate, there will be a world after us, after each of us. And that's why there's life insurance. It exists to provide a financial safety net to those who love and count on you. Policy Genius's technology makes it easy to compare life insurance quotes from America's top insurers in just a few clicks to find your lowest price. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. So save time and money and provide your family with a financial safety net using Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com. Policy Genius. Because there will be a world without us. Hello! It's the final episode of Dear Hank and John during John's sabbatical. We will be back as our normal duo next week. I kind of can't wait. We're recording that episode very soon, and I'm just looking forward to talking to my brother. This episode was recorded with a particularly rowdy crowd at VidCon Australia. I was very jet-lagged, and I was joined by my personal favorite Try Guy, sorry, other Try Guys, Zach Kornfeld. I knew that uh, Zach and I had a lot in common, but... There were also lots of things that I didn't know about Zach that I found out about Zach during this recording of Dear Hank and John, and you're going to find out about them too, and it's going to be fascinating. So uh, without further ado, friends, let me transport you back in space and back in time. Not back in space, just transport you in space, but also back in time to VidCon Australia, where I talked with Zach Kornfeld. All right, so if we can, roll the music. Welcome to Dear Hank and John. Or as I prefer to call it, Dear Zach and Hank. It's a comedy podcast where two friends answer your questions, give you dubious advice, and bring you all the week's news from both Mars and AFC Wimbledon. Hey. Hey. How are you? I'm pretty all right. How are you? Oh, I'm fantastic. So, why do when uh, an actor is about to go in for, a, for an audition, why do you say break a leg? Uh, I believe it's an old superstition. No, it's because they'll definitely end up in a cast. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, I'll give it for that. <laughs> it, was a, it was more of a grenade joke. It, it exploded later, and I did yeah. enjoy it. No, okay, good. All right, well, uh, this is, everybody, this is Zach Kornfeld. We're here at VidCon Australia. Hello. I love it. Yell as loud as you can. Be as Australian as you can for the people at home. <laughs> uh, so we're here in, in, in Melbourne, Australia. It's been lovely. I learned about goon sacks. <laughs> I, I, I have not learned about goon sacks. What have I been doing wrong? Oh, uh, you're at the wrong parties, my friend. <laughs> you're not hanging out with the Bogans. Yeah. Do we... Okay, I was going to ask a question, but I didn't know if it's offensive. I thought Bogan was a not great word. Yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. Well, you all cheered for Bogans. I, Wait, I, is I, it a not great word? <laughs> oh, no. What are goon sacks? You've got to tell me. Uh, so a goon sack, you know uh, the sack inside of a box of wine? 
Oh. If you take that out and just pass it around and nobody has cups, that's a goon sack. Oh, that's a, that's a thing that totally needs a name. That's great. I yeah, love we that. Ha I mean, we have goon sacks in Montana. We just don't know what to call it. Yeah, we just say slap the bag, which is when you, yeah. you drink it, and then when you're done, you give it a good old slap yeah. and pass it along. You've got to transmit the diseases somehow. <laughs> Uh, I hear with it, uh, I was corrected that in Australia they just dribble it out into your mouth so you don't actually put your mouth on it. In Montana oh. we just put our mouth on it. Well, yeah, you got, that's how you become close with the people in your life. <laughs> that's how you become true friends. If you're not willing to share diseases, then what are you willing to share, you know? <laughs> Intimacy is important. Oh my god. All right, so <laughs> I'm so excited to hear your AFC Wimbledon news. But first, we're going to answer some questions from our audience. That was extremely specific with the in and the out. Yeah. You practiced that. Yeah, it makes that me was think amazing. you've been practicing. Uh, so first, we have a question that's not going to be any good for the audio listeners at home. <laughs> no one has claimed responsibility for this question, but it says, can you switch glasses? Uh, we'll do it. This is like the most... Here you go. Is you it? have to hook mine around oh, your ears. Oh, they've got little hooks. Yeah. It's, well, it's because I have a preposterously tiny head. It's peanut size, so that you, they had to bend it even more than normal, but it kind of works as its own croquis where I can whip my head around and they'll never fall off. Here you we know, go. Prescriptions are not super different. Wow, you look good in those, actually. I you like look that. Good too. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty good. And <laughs> now we will have headaches for the rest of the podcast. Yeah. Uh, I think your vision is a little worse than mine. Yeah, hard to say. I, I used to be farsighted, and then far just became right directly in front of my face. It's gotten <laughs> yeah. closer and closer yeah, yeah, my yeah, entire yeah. life. I, I, how do you feel when people, non glasses wearers, ask to try on your glasses? It's not a favorite thing of mine. I'll be honest with you, that is almost always someone who is under the years of five. Oh, when and that's it happens cute. to me, and I'm like, yeah, that lets a like, little, little, little kiddo put on my glasses, take just, a picture. I just am afraid, again, my tiny head, that their normal size heads will stretch out my glasses to, <laughs> oh, to a sorry. point of no return. Should I take them off? No, your head is, I really, is wonderful. They aren't coming off. They will not come off. <laughs> yeah, it's, They it, are tight on there. This is amazing. It's for all the sports I do not play. <laughs> wow. Um, also, because of the hook, sometimes I'll just, like, I'm not even doing anything weird. I'll just like be next to somebody and it'll get caught in their hair. It's a whole... Not even doing anything weird. Well, I was going to say it gets caught in my girlfriend's hair, but then it conjured an image of us being very intimate. And it, we're not. We're just like on a couch. Uh, <laughs> Take your glasses off <laughs> during the intimacy. Uh, That's a little free tip for you. Yes, it's very important advice. Unless you don't want to. I'm not here to tell you what to do. Yeah, I don't want to see anything that I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> this is not usually how Dear Hank and John goes. <laughs> you invited me. Yeah. This is Rachel B. Yeah. <laughs> Rachel, I was going to say take a bow, but you've done enough. <laughs> what? what does it say at the end here? It says love from Florida? Florida. Oh. Okay, but what, what are you you're doing from here? Flo yeah, you're from Florida, but your love is still from just this room. Okay, well, welcome all the way from Florida, like me. I am also from Florida. Australia, you... I grew up in Orlando. It's terrible. <laughs> people Sorry from Australia, if you don't know, people from Florida, they really need you to know that they're from Florida, but then they will soon after tell you how much they'd hate it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a real thing. Any other, Flor any other Floridians hate it there? Hey, do you hate it? <laughs> yeah, thanks for outing me. Uh, so, 
I don't, know if, I don't know if I'm about to out you on something else here, but it says, what is the least dumb way to ask someone out? Oh, the least dumb way, which I like the way you phrase that. You're accepting they're all that dumb. it sucks no matter what you yeah. do. Oh. Are, is, there, is the person in the room? <laughs> oh. <laughs> a, a tense you, I mean, you could get me to do it. Oh, you, okay, and we're not confirming nor denying. If, does anybody in the room want to go out with Rachel. <laughs> Does the hair flip there? Uh, definitely a live podcast is dumb. Yeah. But not the most dumb, but also not the least dumb. It's tough for me to answer because most ways that I've asked people out in my life have been very dumb. Uh, I've failed at it a lot. Yeah, you've, been, you've, had the, you've had it come back on you. You know what? In my experience, mostly I've, I've succeeded at getting people to go on a date with me. But then it, then, then, then that is sort of the, that was sort of like the, the end of that process. Uh, it, it almost, it almost appeared in my high school era, and I don't know, this might have just been the way the high school worked, was that the kiss happened and then the relationship ended, <laughs> which makes me ask some questions about my skills as a mouth user. Uh, but I, I hopefully have evolved since then. <laughs> well, you, you've kept one since. It's true. So your mouth using has improved, we would hope. Or she's just She doesn't kind. know better. <laughs> yeah, she's just a kind human. I, I think that uh, when it comes to asking someone out, being direct uh, is better and showing a form of confidence because sure. no one wants someone who's wishy-washy. I've tried, you know, different versions of of games and gifts and mm. knickknacks and doodads, and those don't seem to make much of a difference. Wow, You've, what, give me an example of a knickknack doodad. Okay, the one that I'm thinking about is because you have a stack of cards here. Uh, in, in high school, I asked someone out, I wanted to ask someone out to prom, and so I uh, asked her out in a series of flashcards. You know, you would, do you do that here? You study for, for tests with flashcards? So I made there was it. Like a, there was a great mix of like 50-50 people who thought that was cute, cute and, and people 50 who were like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> the other, the second half was more correct. Yeah. So I, I was so nervous. I was, I was just sweating and I, and you know, this is also a thing that happens is that uh, when you're younger, you crush on people and the, what you decide to do is to not talk to them. That's mm -hmm. how you're going to show them how much you love them. <laughs> so I, I told her that she dropped the cards and I expected her to look at it. This was the moment I expected, which was like, what is, oh my, oh my goodness, Zach why you shouldn't have. Yes, I would love to go to prom with you. Uh, what actually happened was is she just turned around and I'm like, oh, oh, you dropped this one. Okay, oh, cool, thanks. And took it, walked away. <laughs> didn't read it, didn't look at it. Uh, and then two days later, mm. she was digging in her bag and she realized that I had asked her out to prom. Wow. She said yes. Oh! And then I watched her make out with someone else at prom. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, yeah, that's hard. Yeah. That's hard. Yeah, you know. we, you know, again, once again, we we shared mouths a lot at my high school. Something that you guys apparently don't do with your wine, we do it with our prom dates. Oh, oh, my eyes, my most successful high school asking out was, uh, do you want to watch the shuttle launch with me? Because Orlando, where the space shuttle launched, and this was back in the. Back in the 90s when that was still a thing. It was cool. It was cool. And we went and like, sat on a dock and watched the shuttle launch like at some stranger's house because neither of us had a dock. I, I then, like this more because I think an activity date is a great yeah. way to, to get in. And yeah. it also will help you feel less awkward. You're not asking someone out on a romantic quest. You're just saying, hey, I let's mean, do a this shuttle cool launch thing. is pretty romantic. <laughs> <laughs> it worked out all right. Um, 
And uh, yeah, I think that you just say like, do you want to hang out? And you have, if you have an idea for the hangout, then do that. But like, really, a date is just a hangout, and uh, and and then you see what what happens. That's like the coolest thing I've ever seen is people who are just like, hey, do you want to hang out sometime? And it's like, that's cool. That's like not a lot. That's, I don't feel freaked out by that. And then we'll see what happens. Or maybe after this, you can be like, wow, what fun we had listening to this podcast. We should do more things like it together, forever together. Forever, forever. Now, maybe not forever. No, tell them it's forever. You need to make your intentions very clear from the beginning. Oh, God. <laughs> Lock it down. Don't let it go. All right. This question is from Love Meg. Meg, are you here? Yeah. <laughs> Meg was a little less enthusiastic than Rachel was. Meg is yes. not from, Austra uh, from Florida. Yeah. So uh, Meg's question is, what's your strategy for winning Seven Wonders? Mm. Have you ever played Seven Wonders? Sure haven't. This question is for me. <laughs> now, when you're playing Seven Wonders, I can tell a lot of you are Seven Wonders players by how actively and engaged you are in listening to me right now. It's really about playing the hand you are dealt. You have to, you have to, you, you can't just like go in on a strategy without knowing what you have. And you have to be willing to change and adapt as the play goes on. And this way, it is very much like life. It's uh, a beautiful metaphor. Yes. And... It's also, but it's also very much like a board game. It's even more like a board game. And <laughs> I, it's, that's really what I love about it. It's a lot, little like life. It's a lot like a game. <laughs> I think, you know, much like I was dealt with this, and so I, my game strategy is light humor, you know? Right, flashcards. Yeah, and flashcards. <laughs> I'd like to play. Did you bring it? Uh, no, I have it on my iPad, though. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so I guess I did. Um, Sophie! Oh! oh. <laughs> it's a different Sophie. It's a different Sophie. How many Sophies are here? Raise your hand if you know Miss Sophie. Wow, we've got, we've got, we've got no. 800 Sophies in attendance. Wow, this I mean, is amazing. Like, it's a very it's common an entire Australian name. I, the listeners at home, you can't see this, but there wow. are 800 Sophies in Just go woo, go woo if your name is Sophie so they can hear you. Wow, and wow, they've so many all Sophies. formed giant S-O-P-H-I-E in the crowd. It's like a, a flash mob of Sophies here. Yeah. Oh God, they're so organized. This they're going to take over the world. How did you start something from nothing? No, 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 I'm sorry. It says, how did you start from nothing? Well, when a man and a woman love each other very much. <laughs> um, mitosis. Nothing starts from nothing. So, Nothing starts from nothing. Nothing starts. <laughs> it's a beautiful song lyric. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like, but yeah, no, I'd like to. So what, what, uh, what, what, tell me about your nothing that you started from, because it wasn't nothing. Look at this package. I, I you know, I will. They yeah. like it. I'll let you. The Sophies that. are into it. <laughs> <laughs> Sophies came out to play. <laughs> I, you know, I, the question almost. It, it's trying to find like my Drake moment. I started from the bottom. I, I yeah. think it's trying to create this narrative that we all uh, uh, came from great struggle and, and rose unexpectedly. I don't. I don't know that that's totally my story. Um, no, I don't think it's anybody's story really. Like everybody is like starts with things. Like we have our health. You know, people like you have certain certain levels of health. You have certain levels of 
uh, systemic advantage. You have certain levels of, uh, of, of various kinds of capital, whether that's like actual money or just like knowledge of how the world works. Like just speaking English is a huge value in there this world go. because you can communicate with the people who have most of the power more effectively. I also believe that your quote unquote nothings are somethings. Uh, you know, Boom. the things that are negatives are things that make you different or unique. The, certainly if you're a creative person or an artist, uh, you can turn your nothings into the things that make you different and have stories worth telling. Um, Aww. <laughs> I've won the Sophie's over. <laughs> uh, so I guess, I guess the, the, the nothing is that as a child, I, I suffered from depression at a very young age. I, I was going to therapy in, in like second and third grade, which is not something most, most children do. And so a lot of my early life was one, figuring out how to channel that, that feeling of nothing into something and to, to feel like a valuable person, but then also to find the ways in which I could, could prioritize happiness and, and feeling like I uh, was, was worthy of happiness and finding the things that gave me uh, un, unbridled joy. So my, my journey from nothing to something was just allowing myself to have fun with the things in the world. Nice. Well, thanks. Um, dear Hank and Zach, unsigned question. If you could portray any celebrity in a biopic, who would it be? So first, like, why can't the celebrity play themselves? They're a celebrity. They're dead? It's a great reason. That, They're that dead, they would... so it has to be a dead one. I would probably, uh, I think I could play you, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not dead! Well, but w if you do die, I'll be there for you. Okay, all right, so pact, pact. Yeah, uh, yeah like, no, I'm in. Okay, if you die, I'll play you. If I die, you play me. You got, um... Because no, they're not going to make a movie of either of us unless we die. Yeah, well, that's the <laughs> best ending to, to a movie. some kind of tragic, tragic turn. No biopic works without a disease or a turn to drugs, so yeah. we're going to have to get our lives a lot darker. Well, I have a disease and I've turned to drugs to treat it. There you go. Yeah. Well, we got a movie. Prescribed <laughs> by the doctor. I take it very carefully. Yeah. It's very important. Abuse it just a little bit nope. and then get off. And no, then I we have got a to, movie. Yeah, they like, do a blood test every month. To oh, make well, then sure you don't I'm want not. a movie. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I, honestly, like, can I express to you the depth <laughs> of my disinterest in playing a person in a movie. I would, yeah, you, you have no interest in that? I'm so busy. <laughs> like, I, I once went in to do a, I did a pilot of a television show, mm. and I hated it so much. They paid me $1,000, which was Ooh, great, $1,000 in a cool. day, that's like, that's amazing. So I liked that part of it, and they had unlimited cliff bars. So like, woo, uh, th those parts were great. But when I make a YouTube video, I like talk to the camera and I record the line, and if I mess up, I'll say it again. This, I had to say the line correctly three times from three different angles for every line in a five-page script. So it was nine times I had to get the line right before we moved to the next freaking line. And I just like, I, I, could, I, could, not be, I could not have that lifestyle. I, and, and also I will say that I was not good at it, and I don't love doing things I'm not good at. Unless I'm getting $1,000 in unlimited cliff bars. I, uh, I think I would still be into, mm, I don't want to play anyone in a biopic, but if they remade Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, I would love to be Rick Moranis. What about the Rick Moranis biopic? <laughs> you, you, think? you could totally do that. You know, his I life is actually interesting. It's super he, interesting. He turned away from acting to he spend did. time with his family. It's very rare that someone gives up fame. And yeah, he, he totally just said, did. screw it, I'm over it. Well, I mean, his wife died. Oh, 
You didn't know that part? No. Yeah, she, his wife died of cancer, and he was like, I have to take care of my kids now. Oh, well, It's very sad, but it's also very nice. Yeah. Well, I, I feel bad about it. makes it better biopic, It does though. make better. I just feel bad that I said, screw it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he seems like a good guy. He seems like a great guy. Maybe. Maybe I, I think you'd be a great Rick Moranis. I would Rick love Moranis that. Biopic. Yeah. Oh my I don't God. know that I have the emotional depth to play it, but I could try. Oh yeah, you, it's in there somewhere. Uh, <laughs> I dig deep. yeah. It just seems like it just seems like a lot of work and also attention. But isn't that? I guess we're working a lot for attention right now. <laughs> yeah, we're really we're, sort we're of digging the job deep that we for have. it. Yeah. So in a related field and possibly from the same question asker, would you consider becoming a TikTok star? Whoa. <laughs> Do you ask that question? No. Are you a TikTok you star? <laughs> she, she is a TikTok is. star. She says no, but her friends say yes. Well, it's, uh, TikTok is fascinating to me. Oh, and I, God, I, yeah. You, you're in, right? Oh, I'm in. Okay. Because, and I... Well, I'm not gonna, I'm, I am a consumer. I am not a creator yes, on this yes, platform. Yes, I agree. I, you know that I'm becoming uh, uh, older because I am fascinated by TikTok because of a New York Times article that I read. Not, <laughs> not from using TikTok, yeah. but it's, it's the only platform that started algorithmically. So all the other platforms like Instagram and Twitter, they start showing you things chronologically and then over time, and they're like, just kidding, we want to show you the things we want you to see. Whereas on TikTok, you just sign on and they just start using a computer to figure out who you are and how to own you. And I think that's so cool and also kind of terrifying. Um, TikTok, if, if some of the listeners don't know, is, is short videos. It's kind of like, they know? Okay. People know about, yeah, okay, I, mean, I don't the, know. The thing about TikTok is like Twitter is full of TikTok videos now. It's true. Twitter is just the best of TikTok, yeah. which is very convenient <laughs> yeah. for me. But what I wonder is like, I know there are TikTok stars, but also you don't need to be a star to be popular on TikTok, which I think is also uh, yeah. pretty neat. Um, that said, I, I have no interest myself. In being a TikTok star. You know what, what I would like is to have one one viral moment on TikTok. Yes, I, I'd be into that. Yeah, I, I want to do one clever thing where people. Th where, this is this is the truth of the matter. If we're going to get deep down into the Hank Green psyche, Please. I want to prove to myself that I could be a TikTok star, oh. but then not do it. I love that. Yeah, because part of our job is knowing and understanding yeah. how platforms work. Exactly, and, it's and true. And thinking in our mind that I'm not popular because I got lucky. It's because I know how platforms work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm I'm a digital to, scientist. I need to create the lie in my own head I gotta that this, this isn't going. just luck. I need to destroy my own humility. No, I don't. I need to be always grateful for the wonderful gift I've been given and recognize that I have no idea how it happened. But I do want to be in a viral TikTok. We, uh, yeah. Can you help me? Help us. <laughs> help us. Well, at the end, we'll make a TikTok together. Yeah. I, I, uh, the, yeah. Oh, no, that was an empty promise. I'm so sorry that you wooed for it. I have no intention on following up on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, as I go on, though, I, def I definitely used to w feel this need to prove myself in every new field. It's like, okay, now Instagram's big. I got to be big over there. And now I'm getting to a place where, like, I'm just going to stay in my cozy corner and make the cool stuff I like yeah. making. Yeah. That's okay. I love it. I'm I'm so satisfied with being satisfied now. Well, good on you. I had to turn 39 and have a baby first, but now it's like there is this there's this thing, you know? It's like never settle. And I'm like, "No. Settling's okay. Settle down. <laughs> Calm down. Settle a find little a bit. Good, put, put some put some roots down, find a place, find some people. There's a lot of comfort and beauty in that.
Do you know in Australia, six weeks vacation is like the standard? Oh my God. Isn't that crazy? Oh my God. It's not crazy to you. It's crazy to us. I, I think that's wonderful. I was, on a, I was on a flight. I sit next to a businessman coming back from Australia once, and he could not shut up about how frustrated he was that Australian, his Australian employees would only come into work during business hours. <laughs> <laughs> He was just like, we can, like, no matter what we do, like, there's no way to incentivize them to come to work. And I'm like, I mean, that's what, that's what they call them business hours. Yeah. And also, don't you he want was a, your... He was in potato farming, but not the potato farming part, the part where, like, you moved potatoes around once. Do you got a lot of potatoes here? Yeah. All right. It's we like the potatoes. Idaho of the ocean. Uh, <laughs> that's what they say about Australia. The Idaho of the ocean. <laughs> I, uh, you know, I work-life balance is important. It is. Um, TikTok. TikTok. <laughs> that that what was our TikTok about? question. It led yeah. us to potatoes. What, what, could I be like a, is there like a room for science TikTok? Don't ask me, man. Is there? I think yes, but you have to like milli rock while you do yes, it. You were saying yes, but you were making the no gesture. N anything. Oh, this is, a, it's my life. It's TikTok on a silver platter. You can, you can tick whatever you can talk, baby. What is life but a TikTok waiting to happen? Oh my God! I mean, hopefully more than that. Ugh. It's the, the the worst motivational poster in yeah. the guidance counselor's office. Yeah, the hippest guidance counselor. Yeah. You have to prepare now so you can TikTok later. Uh, I have I made a video yesterday in which, thanks. He does and, that from time to time. I do, in which I discussed the river that was outside of my window, and I called it the Yara River. And, oh, and, and then a bunch of people left comments, and they were like, no, it's pronounced, and then they spelled out a word that to me would be pronounced Yara. All right, so there's only one person who can answer this question for me. I, it doesn't matter which one person it is, but it has to be one person at a time. I, I hear them. And They're I, saying it's not Yara, it's Yara. Yara! Okay, we need one person. So raise your hand if you would like to be the They're official. They're separating the Ya and the Ra. The Yara to pronunciator me... person. And the, oh my God, it's burning t-shirt. Come on up and say the word Yara into Zach Kornfeld's microphone. Yara. Yeah. That's what I'm freaking saying! <laughs> Slow it down. You got to slow it down slow for it us. Slow it down for me. I'm but you, American. But when we slow things down, your voice gets deeper. Slow it down. Yeah. Yara. <laughs> I, I'm so sorry. Sounds... I'm hearing the same thing. <laughs> You're saying Yara. It's Yara. Yara. I'm just saying Yara in an American accent. It's not Sarah. It's Sarah. <laughs> Sarah. I guess it's not Sarah. Sarah. <laughs> Unless I'm maybe very British, Sarah. It's uh, more fun um, uh, playing the... I've forgotten the... already. <laughs> Yara? Yeah. It's just Yara. Like Sarah, but with a Y. Yeah. The, the R is shortened. Oh my God. I, I'm really enjoying this because like when I go to places like, like, uh, like Mexico or South, South America or places that speak other languages, I really want to be uh, respectful of mm -hmm. the pronunciation because there's a language. But we speak the same language. So I, I don't care. <laughs> and I, I enjoy uh, uh, teasing each other yes, about it. Yes. Like I, I come from Florida, as previously mentioned. I don't usually talk about this a lot, I promise, where we have a, a city called Melbourne. And I come to here, and they're like, you can't say Melbourne. You have to say Melbourne. Melbourne. And I'm like, but I'm American. I'm just saying it, the American. Like, you don't correct any of my other words. <laughs> I don't go to Paris and call it Paris. 
Right, that would be rude. That would be like people, what about you guys have this, right? If anyone goes to Paris and calls it Perry, they're kind of a douche, right? <laughs> okay, so do you want us to be douches? <laughs> That's how I feel when I say, yeah, they're like, yes. We want you to be terrible, as bad as possible. Do your worst Australian accent, but only when you say place names. We do. I'm, now that I'm saying it, in Los Angeles, we have a, very, a lot of dumb pronunciations that are wrong but are important to us. Like, we take all the Spanish words and make them wrong. Right. So, and when uh, you say them, Los Feliz, the happy, uh, is a neighborhood, but we call it Los Feliz because we're idiots and we like it yeah, that yeah, way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Rodeo Drive is Rodeo Drive, and it's very important to us that we know that. So, I get you, Yera. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. I'm back. Hey. I'm on board. I went through a whole journey to get I there. I like it. Yeah, you did. Go, you did. And I didn't come with you, but that's all right. <laughs> Sometimes friends disagree. Well, that's why it's the Zach and Hank podcast. Uh, my opinion comes first. It's called Dear Hank and Zach. That is true. I got it very wrong. This, this says Dear Uncle Hank and Corn Diddy. Yeah. Do you have fans in the audience who a are really passionate about your Corn Diddiness? It seems so. Do we have uh, uh, Corn Babies? <laughs> All right. You've got more fans in the audience than I do. <laughs> it's okay. I love, it's so endearing to me that uh, people have um, wholeheartedly bought into what is objectively the dumbest username I could ever <laughs> have grasped onto. I can't even tell people my original username because it is still connected to things that I wrote when I was in high school. Oh, and no. they could Google it. And then I would be you, that would really be uncomfortable. Yeah, I get that. I don't, I, wouldn't, I don't think that I'd like get canceled or anything, but I would be just, people would stop respecting me as, not because I said anything wrong, just because I said things that were just dumb. So dumb. I, I, uh, I will no. not out myself more than I have to, but there is a different username that I once used, and I have searched it, and the old posts I have on forums are very findable. And yeah. uh, I was active on some TV show forums, and the theories I had and the writing I had was dumb. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, knowing that that's out there forever is mortifying. Yeah. I'm not telling. Which, which you'll find it, and I don't want that. Oh wow! <laughs> wow, they're gonna go deep. They're gonna dive deep and just yeah. read all the forums for I that show. I feel like show. I, I'm inviting it now. It's which... Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It's Buffy, isn't yeah, it? I'm not saying it. All word. right. It says so. It says this is from Christina. Hey. Right there in the front. Why do birds? <laughs> so. I don't know if you heard, but recently it was announced that, uh, that like a third of birds in North America have uh, stopped existing. The population oh of God. North American birds is now down one third. So why do birds? Maybe not much longer. <laughs> Look, it's, it's time for the climate strike. We're not doing it, but we are at least <laughs> mentioning it. Well, I got caught in the traffic of the climate strike yesterday, so I'm doing my part. <laughs> I was late to something here because I was protesting by being there. Yeah, by being stuck in it. I was, I was a body as in part of it. I'm very glad that if any of you did it, I thank you for going. Yeah. It was very, a very cool hey, thing to thank say. thank you. Thank you. Uh, why do birds? You know, I was never that into birds. I, like, people go, oh, let me, I, I'm you bringing. You got a boo. There's a story coming. That's where the story starts. Character growth. There's an arc. You got to start low, and then you go on a journey. This is how all stories work. So I was never that into birds. I was never that into birds. People go birding. I didn't get it. Then I came here. Uh, I went to New Zealand for five days before this, then I came here. Your birds are exquisite. They, they make the craziest sounds, yeah. the most beautiful songs, their feathers, even those horrid magpies are beautiful. Yeah, they, they, they attack people, but I respect them for it. 
And I, I am very taken with birds now and feel like a fool for having not seen the beauty. And uh, maybe I'm unfortunately representative of Americans and that's why we don't care about our birds. Wow. I think that they have better birds. I, mean, I don't want to like talk bad about American birds. But I think the birds better are better birds here. here. We got pigeons. Well, we got more than pigeons. I grew up in New York. We don't have oh, okay. much more than pigeons. Well, in Orlando, Florida, where I grew up. Oh, you have the pelicans that swoop yeah, into the we water. Got we got roseate spoonbills. We got ibis. We got great blue heron. We got all those good stuff. Yeah, ibis. Bin chickens. It's like uh, like how we call bin call chicken. raccoons a garbage panda. They call <laughs> ibis a bin chicken. I like bin chicken. That's yeah. fun. Uh, they got those too. They, they mostly just are, they just they don't do much bin work in America. They just poke at the ground with their big long noses. Here's the deal. Everyone loves dinosaurs. Dinosaurs are dope. Birds are the closest thing we got to dinosaurs. They're just tinier and dumber. Also, crocodiles, good point. Those are closer no, to dinosaurs. No, birds are closer to dinosaurs than crocodiles. This is a thing I know because of my job. But crocodiles have been around for, like, the longest time. Yeah, but so have birds. So but birds. Like, so, so crocodiles split off from dinosaurs before birds did. How about that? Yeah. So you were incorrect. The crocodiliforms. There was a time when, like, cro like, there were crocodiliforms that were basically deer. Like, crocodiles that were fast oh, land no. runners. That's a nightmare. I know! Anyway. Ooh. Uh, I Why do birds? I, I, the other day, I went to a, uh, a zoo thing, and a wombat attacked my ankles. No, those things are... They're fast. And yeah. their butts... They're big. ...can crack skulls. I've learned, and I thought that if I didn't, because I, maybe because all the animals here seem like dinosaurs to me, I, and I love Jurassic Park, I'm like, oh, if I don't move, it won't come to me. And so it charged me, and I froze, <laughs> <laughs> which is kind of all you need to know about who I am as a person. Uh, but it was a very adorable nibbling on my ankle. I don't want to hit one with a car. I don't want to hit many things with a car. Yeah, it's like the, the thing. The, <laughs> what the do list, I want to hit with a car? The list of things that I don't want to hit with a car is the, is uh, the list of things. The only thing I want to hit with a car is like Pennywise. Otherwise, I'm not hitting things with my car. <laughs> For a second, I thought that was like maybe a rapper. No, no, no. <laughs> so I was just, just like the demon man, clown. That's not very. I know. Okay, he's a murderer. He's yeah. a child murderer. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's good. Do yes, it. Do, do it. it. Kill that clown. Kill that. Kill that very, very bad clown. And all of this actually reminds me that this podcast is brought to you by Murdering Pennywise the Clown. Murdering Pennywise the Clown, available at a theater near you. We'd also like to thank today's sponsor, H Uncle Hank's TikTok channel. For, for all the hottest and freshest dance moves, come on by to TikTok. This podcast is also brought to you by asking your girl to prom with flashcards <laughs> and then having her Kiss someone else at the dance. Ooh, this Not suggested, but available for the price of free. That, that sponsor cuts deep. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is also sponsored by flying halfway across the world to get berated by an audience for your funny pronunciation. <laughs> Highly... <laughs> This episode of Dear Hang John is brought to you by Thrive Market. Thrive Market is there to help you maintain the kinds of habits that you want to have. For me, I need to have the right kind of food in the house or I will eat whatever. Oreo recently sent me some free fancy Oreos. They were weird. I ate all of them. I ate all of them in a week and it was a problem. I can't do that. I need to have healthy, good stuff in the house and Thrive Market can help you have healthy habits. It's a great go-to for all your grocery and household essentials. 
essentials and the convenience of getting everything online and then like just quickly ship to the doorstep, it's a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with great ingredients and sourcing methods. They got Amy's, Banza, Burt's Bees, Chobani, Honest Kids, Kind, Mike's Hot Honey, Oatly, Olipop, Poppy, Salt. I've never heard of salt, but it's got two A's in it, so it has to be good. And as a Thrive Market member, you can save money on every single grocery order. On average, you can save over 30% every time. And they also have a deals page that changes every day. When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order, plus a $60 free gift. I enjoyed my $60 free gift. I was surprised by it, and it was the kind of thing I wouldn't have bought. And then now I'm like on the ghee train. They gave me free ghee. And I was like, I don't know what ghee is. But then I was like, oh, this is great. It's like butter, but it's different and more spreadable. <laughs> Go to thrivemarket.com slash dearhank for 30% off your first order plus that free $60 gift. That's thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash dearhank, thrivemarket.com slash dearhank. Here, we're the ones with the silly accents. <laughs> So uh, I guess it's time to get to the news from Mars and AFC Wimbledon. So in the news from Mars, there was a landslide on Mars. Is that possible? Yes. Are there there hills on Mars? Are there mountains on Mars? Oh, my goodness gracious. The biggest mountain in the solar system is on Mars. Wow. How about that? Wow. You need to come on Dear Hank and John more often. I could educate you on all the Mars stuff. So, yeah, there there was a landslide on Mars. Mars is actually a little bit, it seems... There are a couple of geologic, like active geologic activities on Mars. So, one, this very large mountain, Olympus Mons, may actually be active. Like, active in that it might, like, erupt every, like, 20 million years or so. Which is not often, but, like, no. not, not active. Um, and, then, uh, and then there's also this thing that happens where, uh, like, uh, carbon dioxide will freeze below the surface, and then when it warms up, it will explode out through the surface and make these weird spider web patterns on the surface of Mars that we were all very confused about for a long time because they'd appear and we'd be like, what's happening? And it's, that's very cool. But there was, I don't actually know what triggered this landslide, but there was a very large landslide near the North Pole of Mars, and the, the, the orbiters there, I don't know which orbiter it was, uh, actually captured the landslide in action, and you can see the cloud of dust in a three-frame like movie that they took from orbit. It's amazing. It's like the kind of footage I would never imagine we could capture of like an actual geologic event happening on the surface of another planet. That is so cool. Um, Also so scary. Is everyone okay? (laughs) (laughs) You know, we don't know for sure. Like if there's there's landslides, stuff could happen. If there's anybody there, um, then that would be a big surprise. Yeah, we're just sending our support to those uh, who may have been... Potential exobiotic single-celled thingies. Yeah, I, that's very cool. I would like to see that footage. And it's good. I'll show it to you after the podcast. All right. Maybe we, oh, that could be our TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you're working it out. Okay. Yeah. What do you got for me? Any it, news from AFC? What do you got? Last night, I went to my first Australian w- rules footy game. It, it, <laughs> It was very exciting. I didn't know that, that Australia had its own football until recently. <laughs> uh, it was, it was the, it's the finals, which is not the final game, even though that's what you would think that it means. It's the game before the final game. It was the Tigers versus the Cats. The Richmond Tigers, the R- Richmond won. Go Tigers. 
Uh, it, I'm going to tell you, I, I rooted for the Tigers. It was very hard for me to not root for a team called the Cats. Because you got a, a feral beast versus a house animal. Yeah. And that's so adorable. Who, in their right mind, when they're going around naming the teams, you got these bad, like, the Lions, the Tigers. I guess we'll be the Cats. Uh, <laughs> uh, but it was a very exciting game. There was a, guy, a little boy behind me. Every time that uh, one man in tattoos got the ball, he went, come on! <laughs> and it really was so important to him. And then my other favorite part is anytime someone held on to a ball too long, everyone screamed, BALL! So it was a great game. Go Tigers. They won. I'm hooked for life. Wow. And I then, you know, they pa the, to pass the ball, you punch it or you kick it. Like it's, volleyball. It's like volleyball plus football plus soccer, but bigger, and they beat the crap out of each other. But somehow no one gets injured. It makes no sense. I'm sure no one ever gets injured. Like, relatively speaking, they, okay. because they don't have pads, they don't hit each other as hard. But to me, that means wouldn't it hurt so much more when you get driven to the ground? Got any footy players in the audience? Nope. Anybody who actually <laughs> has played this game? Yeah, a couple back there. You look like you, look like you could do that. <laughs> Did you get hurt ever playing footy? Oh, yeah. Okay, so we've confirmed injuries do happen. No matter what sport I watch, Every minor hit, I'm like, well, I'd be out for the season. <laughs> that just put me on injured reserve right now. I yeah, think I, I would like, start there. I like just like baseball, where it's like not a contact sport. Even I just sliding. like I watch the ball coming like so. F you're just like, I'm, I would run away from that. Yeah. There's a ball traveling at 100 miles an hour, and it's a foot away from me. I'm leaving. Yeah. Uh, I, I had I had to, got to, uh, swing at a professional speed baseball once. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you were the, trying that. I tried it. It's a thing I do. Uh, it's my profession. Uh, but they go so fast. I, I don't know if you guys know baseball. They wind up. And for me to swing the bat in time, I had to start swinging when his hand was behind him. <laughs> he, hadn't, he hadn't even begun pitching yet. And that's when I had to start swinging because they're super freaks. No, that's not for me. Not for me. Uh, did, did you feel like you had to run away? Because, like, how do you know it's not going to hit you? Uh, I trusted that he was very good at what he okay. did. But when I played I Little know, I League, I always ran away. Because <laughs> <laughs> kids suck at things, yeah. and I don't want to get hit. Okay, good. Well, I'm glad that you, you understand yourself. Yeah. That's, yeah. Really, that's really half the battle. I bruise easy. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being on this episode of Dear Anka John. Thanks Zach. for having me. It was fun. If you want to see what Zach is up to, you can find the Try Guys all over the world, uh, touring, making videos, making people happy, and it's wonderful. Uh, Thanks, man. Thank you all here at VidCon Australia in Melbourne for laughing and, and yelling at us and telling <laughs> us all about TikTok, and uh, a special shout out to all the Sophies in the audience. Um, Dear Anka John is a co-production of Complexly and WNYC Studios. It's produced by uh, Rosiana Hals Rojas and Sheridan Gibson. Edited by Go Rosiana! Edited by Joseph Tuna Medish. Our head of community and communications is Victoria Bongiorno. Oh, the music is even coming on. And, uh, and the music you're hearing right now is by the great Gunnarola. And as they say in our hometown, don't, don't forget, forget to, to be, be awesome. awesome.